Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. Please stay tuned. Coming right up is going to be the Mind Body Health Show. With that, we are going to begin the Mind Body Health Show, and as our regular listeners know, it's generally hosted by our intrepid host, Dr. Marvin Trotter, who is not able to be here with us today, but having said that, we're going to keep going, and we have a guest with us today, Um, and I'm going to please introduce you to Asuzena... Chavez Huerta. Ah, Susana, are you there? I am. Hi. Okay, welcome. Yeah, and ah, Susana Chavez Huerta, you're the director of the Blue Zone Project. No, no actually, no. let me introduce myself. Yeah, My please. Name is Susana Chavez Huerta. I am the engagement lead for Blue Zones Projects, Mendocino County. And again, thank you for your time and for having having me here. Thanks for being here. So please tell us about the Blue Zone Project and what it is. Well, first of all, I want to thank um, Adventist Health for their generosity in bringing the Blue Zones Projects to Mendocino County. Um, so what Blue Zones... Um, project is and why you should get involved. Um, we have a major healthcare epidemic in this country. We spend more per capita on healthcare than any other country, but we're not significantly healthier. Um, so in fact, 69% of our population can't be classified as overweight or obese. And while we may be living longer than previous generations, we are living sicker. And for the first time in history, it is projected that our children's life expectancy will be shorter than that of their parents. Now, here in Mendocino County, we see similar uh, trends. Two out of three adults are considered to be overweight. 50% of the people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables and also don't get enough exercise. You may be wondering how we got here. We are very fortunate to live in this great country but we live in an environment of abundance and ease that encourages, um, discourages actually unhealth, uh, the healthy choices. And we're constantly bar- bombarded by these messages every day. So um, why Mendocino County? Well, Three and five residents here in our county are obese, and 50% of our residents don't feel safe or secure in our neighborhoods. So it's understandable that 50% of our family and friends don't get enough exercise. But we believe we can make a difference here in Mendocino County. Um, we can make it a healthier, happier place to live, work, play, and pray. Cool. Can you... Now, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just gonna back up real quick. Um, what's a blue zone when you call it the blue zone project? Oh, thank you for that question. So the the blue zones projects. Um, there are 
What began by Dan Buettner, um, he is a National Geographic um, Explorer and Fellow, Dan Buettner, who um, he and a team when exploring or looking for the areas where people live to be 100 years or older throughout the entire world, and he did find these um, blue zones, right? Um, the reason they're called blue zones, and I find this really interesting, is they found five areas throughout the entire world, and they were circling them um, um, with blue ink. And so these five areas that were circled with blue ink were what determined, gave it the name, blue zone. So um, Italy, uh, in Italy, there's Sardinia, in Japan, Okinawa, and then here in California, we have a blue zone as well, Loma Linda, um, Nicoya, Costa Rica, and Icaria, Greece. So basically, this is where people live to be 100 years or older. And not only are they living to be 100 years, but they're living a lot healthier than we are here in the States. And so the research, as I understand it, if you could elaborate um, linked characteristics between all those areas that correlate? They did. So they found these five areas had nine um, characteristics or um, common factors, um, and we call them our power nine. Um, so those are, you know, things that they were found through all the um, Blue Zones area. So move naturally, um, having a purpose in life, downshifting, um, you know, we find that stress causes a lot of um, health issues. So being able to downshift and and just figuring out, you know, what your purpose is, is a big um, part of our work. Another one is the 80% rule, which is um, eat mindfully and, and stop eating when you're 80% full. Um, we also follow, uh, one of those other things is plant slant, um, friends at five, belonging, and the right tribe, and loved ones first hmm. that all sounds really nice it's simple things that a lot of us are probably already doing some of and little steps little nudges that will you know get us to live not only longer but healthier as well and happier right so you meant you told us what the blue zones are you've told us you know, generally how we're dealing with some significant health issues nationwide and locally about being overweight. So then what's the Blue Zones project that you're a part of? What are you... Um, so as I mentioned, um, the, this project... Are, well, let me tell you a little bit of our yeah. team, first of all. Oh, please. So what Blue Zones um, did and how it came to be here is back in May... Um, the Blue Zones Project, their national team came in and did um, some surveys. They interviewed, they had town halls and interviewed about 200 people throughout our whole community and, and got their feedback, you know. Um, 
And it was determined that Mendocino County was already doing some of the, our, you know, there are what we're working on here matches really well with what Blue Zones project is all about. And so they decided to come in here and hire a team of five people. Um, our team are all Mendocino County residents, starting with our executive director, who is Tina Tyler O'Shea. She's been living in the county for a very long time. I believe many people know her. Um, she's very passionate about helping our community. That's another thing that I think our team has in common. Um, we have uh, Ryan, and he is our organizational lead, so that means he'll be working with the organizations. And again, he's been working, um, living here in Mendocino County, um, to be specific, and Ukiah. Uh, Michelle, uh, she actually lives out of um, Brook Trails, and she she's born and raised in Mendocino County. And we recently we just hired Lucy. Um, she's going to be our policy lead. And again, Lucy's been here for for quite a while. Very passionate about the work that she's doing as well um, here in Mendocino County. Cool. Yes. So the work that we're going to do for Blue Zones Park Project is really um, based around our life radius, right? Um, the original Blue Zones areas residents make healthy choices because their choices are easy and even unavoidable in their surroundings. So instead of focusing on just the individual, we focus focus on optimizing the environment to be more specifically our life radius. And what that is, is um, the area around your home or your work where you spend the majority up to 90% of your time. And in that life radius, we focus on people, places, and policy. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. You, you called it a life radius? Is, yes. Did I get that right? Huh. Yes. So it sounds like your goal is to affect people's life radius so that making healthy choices in that area is almost unavoidable. Like they're just tending to make healthier choices because they're surrounded by them. Yes. You know, the, our environment influences, you know, not, you know, from the way that we move to what we eat. I know that, um, you know, if you live you live near an area where there's a lot of fast food restaurants, chances are you're going to eat that food. Um, so that you know, if if we're surrounded by healthy options and that's the you know the easy option, then it'll be easier for us to make those good choices, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, like, what? Are there any specific characteristics, some examples um, from the blue zones that were like easy targets that you've been looking at already? Or, well, if it, you know, if we take a closer look at people, um, mm -hmm. the, the blue zones project engages people in activities that change that mindset and habits in lasting ways. We offer programs such as purpose workshops, walking mm -hmm. and potluck groups. Or Moais. Um, a Moai is a, a group of people who gather. They have a common purpose, and 
they tend to help each other throughout their life. Um, and the cooking demonstrations. Hmm. Now, we know that when community members can identify their passion, their talent, and their value, they uncover their sense of purpose, right? Hmm. Um, when, once this happens, we help people find the ways to volunteer to put their purpose to, to work and enrich the lives of um, the, their own lives and the lives of other people in their community. Um, we help um, our connection to you know, make that connection to friends, family, and those around us that have the ability to shape our lives and impact our health, and happiness, behavior, and you know the Blue Blue Zone Project helps people cultivate positive social networks based on interest. So that's one of the way that we want to do to help and make those changes happen. Hmm. Um, and can you restate the the term you used? What for what that's called again? The um, are you referring to the Moais? Yeah, or, yeah. So I I'm really excited about the Moais because we're looking at you know right now we the work that we're doing is really gathering information. Um, we're in a planning phase, but um, this phase should be should be completed in February. And once that happens, you know, uh, we'll have a good idea of what we need to focus our or our work plan, our work plan or our blueprint is going to be. But what makes me really excited about the Moais is that we'll be able to start getting those groups of people together, you know, find that have common uh, goals or activities that they want to do, whether it's walking or having a nutritious, you know, a potluck where they want to come in and cook together um, or even do cooking demonstrations. So it's really exciting to see that. Um, it's kind of what I used to do in, in the past. Mm-hmm. So I really look forward to, you know, being able to have those interactions again and and just being able to meet people again, right? Oh, yeah. Being social is fun and it sounds like pretty healthy and maybe one of the, was that one of the characteristics associated with blue zones? Yes, it Got really it. is. And it, it, I just want to get the pronunciation right. Moi? Is that what you're saying? Moi. It, Moi. Is it an a- acronym or a, no, it's an unfamiliar act- word to me is why. It, it is. It's actually, it comes from uh, Okinawa, Japan. Um, in, in dance investigations, Dan and his teams, when they went and investigated um, Okinawa, Japan, they actually met a, a group or a moai. Um, their common age, I believe, was like 100 years or wow. more. And they've been friends since they were babies, pretty much. Um and these five ladies, they all, you know, helped each other uh, throughout their whole lives. Whether um, one of, you know, one of person got sick, they all came together and helped each other out. Um, they helped their their children, you know, to be better. Um, it was like their own little tribe. Hmm. So the characteristic there with a, a moi. I'm I'm saying that correct. Moai. Moai, like two. Okay, thank you very much for bearing with me there. 
was that they were long-term friends, pretty close, intimate friendships amongst them, and they were supporting each other actively in their individual lives. Yes. Oh, and that's a characteristic that they then found existed in these other blue zone areas as well amongst people? They do. Um, Moais or um, loved ones first Mm -hmm. is another characteristic that they found in all of them. Um, Whether it was in Sardinia or Costa Rica, they they really put their families or their their tribe first, right? Um, finding the right tribe, whether you don't, you know, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be your your family, but the people that will always be there and encourage you to be better and be healthier as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in every single one of these areas, that was really important. Whether it was, you know. Um, the great-grandfather getting up at five in the morning and walking about five miles on a Sunday morning to buy all the ingredients Mm -hmm. so that he could make dinner for his whole family, right? That was Mm -hmm. part of his purpose, part of his being, and that's how he gave back to his family. Wow. Well, um, if you just tuned in, this is KZYX. Uh, this is the Mind Body Health Show. Uh, my name's Cobb. I'm engineering and filling in as host today for Dr. Marvin Trotter. And our guest, will you just give a short reintroduction of yourself and the Blue Zones Project for anyone that may have just tuned in? Absolutely. My name is Azucena Chavez Huerta, and I'm the engagement lead for Blue Zones Projects, Mendocino County. And... Um, Blue Zones Project is a community-wide well-being initiative that helps make the healthy choice, the easy choice through permanent changes in environment policy and social um, networks. Um, Did you say that the project just started this last May in Mendocino County? Um, Actually, in May, that's when we... Our national team came in and had those um, summits or um, where they got feedback from the community to, you know, to see whether we were a good fit for the project. And as it turns out, we are, we, we're already starting a lot, a lot of the initiatives that are, you know, very close to those power nine print, you know, principles that we discussed, um, yeah, so, can you restate those as well, the Power Nine yeah, principles? Absolutely. Of the so the, the Power Nine pr- principles are the nine commonalities that all the original five uh, blue zones mm-hmm. have. So it's move naturally, um, having a purpose, downshifting, 80% rule, with, which is eat mindfully and stop eating when you're 80% full, um, plant slant. Uh, friends at five, mm-hmm. uh, belonging, and the right tribe, and loved ones first. Got it. And, and so this project's pretty new, just getting started here in Mendocino County. Yes, um, we're just getting started. As a matter of fact, currently we are in the um, exploration and planning phase of the project. Um 
as I mentioned, you know, um, let me think. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, yeah, it was in May when we did the, um, when our national team uh, met with community partners um, to gather that information and to do the focus groups. Um, and basically what is happening right now until the February is we're going right. to continue to do focus groups, uh, policy summits. Uh, and the reason for this is we're gathering all that for information that will help um, guide our project in implementing our plan or, or our blueprint. Um, and then in February, that's when we're going to have our big kickoff and when we'll start, you know, working on building our committees to, to drive our the local work okay got it um is there right off the bat is there any kind of um contact information set up or you know web-based information that people that are listening today that are interested can look for to follow up on later Yes, thank you for asking that um so we do have our website which is mendocino county dot bluezonesprojects.com we have our Facebook up and running Um, again it's um, Mendocino County Blue Zones Project and then um, we do have an email um, that is checked every single day which you know you could find it on our website or it is um, BCP Mendocino County at sharecare.com Got it. Thanks for putting that out there. Um, and then uh, what you already mentioned as well, that, you know, this is fun stuff because it's fairly new. Um, so that's why I'm kind of doubling back even, is you had talked already about the tendency to have healthy choices be available in, in I'm already forgetting the term, the li- like a life environment. What was that term? Oh, life radius. A life, life radius. radius. So that's just generally like as one of us as an individual goes about our life, surrounding us is our life radius. Mm-hmm. So what life radius is um, basically the area around your home, your work, where you spent the majority of time, uh, up to 90% time, uh, 90% of your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, For us, the work that we're going to do is going to be focused on people, places, and policy. Oh, got it. Mm -hmm. And then we covered briefly uh, Moe's. (laughs) The Moe? The Moe. The the kind of friend group almost sounds like a a friend-slash-family group that's pretty close individuals. And, And then you had just begun touching, too, on... Uh, finding purpose, like helping people to find their yeah purpose. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, why don't I give you an example? Um, sure. A few years ago, the Blue Zones Project ambassador and volunteer, Arnett Travis, um, she was battling, and this is in one of our other projects that has happened already. Okay. Um, she, she was actually battling a feeling of social disconnectness and smoking addiction, which was brought on by a solitary work environment and on 
the untimely loss of a loved one. During this time of personal hardship, one powerful quote rang in her head. And I'm quoting her, if you don't know what your purpose is, give. So she started giving. Um, and she did give. Influenced by the environment change all around her, Travis adopted a Blue Zones Project uh, Power 9 principle, surrounded herself with people who encouraged and supported a healthy lifestyle. She quit smoking, um, a smoking habit of over 40 years. Wow. Um, she, yeah, that's huge. And then she began volunteering at community events and gained a newfound sense of purpose. And one of the things that she said was, you can't put a dollar sign besides everything or everyone. This is nowhere truer than in the universe of volunteerism. Um, and as a volunteer, I know that time, my time is valued, appreciated, and more than anything warranted. This is what Travis said, right? Um, so I think, I mean, she speaks, she put it perfectly. Giving back to our community is one of the best things that we can do, not only for ourselves, but for other people as well, right? For improving our community. Got it. And, and it's linked with longevity of life through these blue zones. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's an easy message to promote given we're on KZYX, uh, the the community-funded radio and, and volunteer participation reliant, um, as all our regular listeners know. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, so, um, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm curious, uh, so far as you're, you know, just kind of gathering information, what what sort of things are you learning so far as you've been collecting info from the local area? You know, um, we have, and as a matter of fact, um, today we're actually, as we speak, our food policy summit is going on. Um, the rest of my team is there. I had to excuse myself so I could be here. Thanks for um, being here. Yes. Um, so one of the, you know this this summit. I believe we're we have more than last time I checked twenty five people joining from all over Mendocino County to talk about you know food um, in our county and what does that mean and what does that look like. I'm not too sure what you know we're gonna learn from there, but. Um, because I'm not there, but I know um, a lot of this information is going to be used for our blueprint. Um, and, you know, we, we're drawing from those original meetings that we had in May as well, and we're going to continue to do this, and we're going to continue to work with our community, um, forming those, um, those uh, committees that will continue to help guide our work that we're going to do. Um, one of the other things that we are doing right now um, to gather that information and to have a baseline of our community's well-being is the real age test. I'm, I'm not too sure if you've heard about it. No, please tell us. I haven't. 
Well, the real age test is a health and well-being survey that asks questions that are centered around your daily habits, um, and it offers a comparison between your your chronological age and your real age um, that we are living based on lifestyle, other health, and other health factors. And as I mentioned, the data that we collect is confidential. Um, we are HIPAA compliant. Uh, we will only be using aggregated information. Um, and again, this will give us a basic baseline and it will be used to guide our blueprint, our work plan. Um, and one way that you could take the real age test is by going to our website. Uh, and then there's going to be a link. If you scroll through um, our web page, there will be a link for take the real age test. And what was the web page again? Oh, of course. It's um, blue, mendocinocounty.bluezonesproject.com. Okay. And real, that's interesting. You mentioned chronological age versus real age. Can you define that with a little more detail? So the, the chronological age, of course, is your age. Um, and, right. I, you know, I took the real age test. So my real, my chronological age is 45. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real age test, it asked me questions, you know, everything from my sleep pattern to any health conditions that I might have. Um, if you don't know the answers, you could skip those questions. But um, it, it told me that I am living three years younger than my real age based on my answers, which I'm oh, really nice. excited because yeah. I thought it was going to be the opposite. Uh, right? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, there's some days that I wake up and I feel like I am very old, very mm-hmm. tired, right? Maybe very wise. Yes, very wise. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised, you know. And on the other side to it is that it does give you um, feedback instantly, mm-hmm. you know, what you can do to be healthier. And they're just small little steps, not just, um, you know, perhaps – Removing um, one of my things for me is I don't get eight hours of sleep every day. I don't know about you, but that comes really hard mm. for me. And uh, is, you know, removing all appliances, including your cell phone from your room. Well, well. It, it actually helps, right? You don't yeah. have those distractions. I have, I have a question um, with the original blue. Removed, um, you'll be surprised that. In each of these original blue zones area, um, people moved naturally. They didn't have a gym membership. They didn't run marathons. Their environment was set up in such a way that they just moved all the time. Um, mm. You know, we spoke a little bit about the uh, the women in uh, Okinawa. The they sit and get up about you know. 20, 30, 40 times a day, mm. and they're already centenarians. They, they're they 100 years old, and they're constantly sitting down on the ground, playing with their great-grandbabies, mm. getting up, doing other things, sitting down, you know, so that you, they have a lot of strength that many of us don't have here in, the, in America. Um, a lot of these areas, um, like in Italy, it's, their home in Okinawa, while 
and well, they do too. But in most of these places, people walk everywhere. If mm-hmm. not, they rode a bike. Um, their environment is built for humans versus built for cars. Oh, got it. What what kind of actual radius were they living in? Like geographically, was it fairly large? You know, did did you get a sense of that at all? These are more, you know, um, and this is what I'm going off of. Yeah, my experience yeah. is um, these are communities that are a little bit more isolated, more rural. Rural, yes. Oh, um, got it. And during the time of this investigation, I don't believe, you know, they don't didn't have a lot of the stuff that they probably have now, like fast food restaurants or transportation the way that there is now. Right. So we're up against a lot of challenges where it's it's like an upstream battle to create an environment that's surrounding us. That's healthy choices more so than unhealthy choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, one of the things that if you want more information, please visit our website. But I also encourage you to take our personal pledge. Um, And one of those things is to learn more about Blue Zones Project. Um, Not only that, you know, there's, there's books that you could read. But going back to that personal pledge, it this gives you another way to get involved with mm. our project um this outlines some of the ways that you can participate on a personal level um our pledge the in on our pledge there is a list of little simple ideas not just to modify your surroundings surroundings and making the healthy choice the easy choice you know for example one of the other things that you could do is um you know just keep a pair of tennis shoes in plain sight so that you could go for a walk Mm -hmm. you know scheduling time every week so that you could have time with your friends doing simple things like that that will definitely help you downshift and de-stress got it difference um the other thing that i wanted to mention is you know dan butner he is a writer and he's written many books um uh, one of, you know, I wanted to say, I'm like, where should I start? But yeah. one of the things that I wanted to mention is he, National Geographic actually just did the whole magazine and nothing, but I don't know if you could see that. Oh, I can, I can see it for our listeners out there. Uh, National Geographic's highlighting the Blue Zones project. Yes, and the entire magazine is dedicated to Blue Zones Project. Oh, wow. So it's it's pretty huge. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a lot of information in regards to the the original Blue Zones. I got this copy actually at Rayleigh's. I know they have them at Safeway as well. Right. And... um, yeah, if if we have a listener who is interested and will do two things for me. Yeah. Take the real age test mm-hmm. and like and you know, first find our Facebook page, like it and follow us. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy to give you this Blue Zones uh, mm-hmm. National Geographic magazine. Oh cool. So 
Uh, maybe put your contact information out. And it sounds like there might be some other uh, websites that are beyond Mendocino County, even for people to search for. Yeah, there's a lot of websites um, that they could search. If you, you know, Dan Butner has an amazing TED Talk on how to live to be 100. Um, he, and that's all you have to do. Just Google Dan Butner TED Talk and that'll pop up and it's really Got good. It. Um, if you want to learn more, he has the book, um, different books. Uh, for example, the Blue Zones, uh, the nine lessons for living longer from the people who live the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently, his newest book is going to be released in December, and I believe that's called the Blue Zones Challenge. And that is coming out December 12th, I want to say. Got it. I mean, December 7th, excuse me, December 7th. And so what you're putting out there for people right now, a way they they can begin is is looking up the, uh, yeah, give us the local website contact, Facebook contact again. Yes, absolutely. So it's um, MendocinoCounty.BlueZonesProject.com. Mm-hmm. And let me just... Do this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, for our Facebook, if you go at BCP Mendocino County, that'll um, that'll take you directly to our website as well. And again, if you go to our web page, it'll link it up to our uh, Facebook pages as well. Got it. And then, and you had mentioned too, like we were talking about the the real age survey that a person can take to compare their real age. Sounds like based on medical information and just personal routine information to their birth chronological age. And then your the Blue Zone Project is collecting that on a wide scale and kind of averaging that to just get some info about Mendocino County residents as a whole. Is that correct? That is correct. So if you want to take the real age test, um, you could go to BCP Mendocino County dot sharecare.com. And, um, just, you know, sign up and take the test. You, it'll ask you to register and again, you could, you know, any information that you're not comfortable giving, you don't have to. Or if you don't know the answer, you could just skip it. All this information is confidential and HIPAA compliant. We will only be using aggregated information um, to have a baseline to establish that health baseline for Mendocino County um, and also to guide our work plan. Okay. So we need about 1,200 people to, to take the real age test. Got it. And, and Asuzena, um, will you just reintroduce yourself again? Uh, and I'll say, you know, my name's Cobb. I'm engineering here at KZYX, if you just tuned in, and uh, interviewing uh, the Blue Zones Project, which is a pretty new project here in Mendocino County. And just, yeah, tell us your name and, and what it is again. My name again is Azucena Chavez Huerta. I'm the engagement lead for Blue Zones Project. And, but Blue Zones Project is a community well-being initiative 
that helps make the healthy choice, the easy choice through permanent change and um, environment policy and social networks. Got it. And then um, to touch back kind of at the beginning, it, did I hear correctly Blue Zones projects being brought into Mendocino County like in partnership with Adventist Health? Or Can you elaborate on that? Yes, actually Adventist Health is our sponsor for Blue Zones Project. Okay. Um, so they are the reason that we are here. So this is all funded by Adventist Health. It's not like funded by the county government or that kind of thing. No, no it's not. It's all Adventist Health. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, let me think here. I guess I'm wondering, do you have any immediate goals that that are targets right now um, beyond surveying you you said right now your timeline is to keep gathering information till february Mm -hmm. can you elaborate on that plan and that timeline so uh, yes thank you um so right now we're besides the real age test that's one of well that's one of the ways that we're gonna gather some of the information um, the uh, and it will go on until February when we'll have our kickoff um, so during this um, planning phase we are you know doing one-on-ones focus groups and even setting up committees so that we could continue to gather information from throughout the entire county Mm-hmm. Well, what are some changes maybe elsewhere, not here in Mendocino County, but, you know, nationwide where the Blue Zones project has, you know, identified somewhere where they could make an impact and and done something? Can you give any examples like that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Um, some of these places, for example, um, in Alberta, Lee, Minnesota, employers saw an $8.6 million savings in annual health care costs thanks to a 35% decrease in tobacco use. Um, wow. So, you know, we here in Mendocino County, we do have a tobacco retail licensing. And not too long ago, there was a tobacco uh, flavor ban um, passed as well. Um, we're hoping that, you know, and I'm sorry, let me go back a little bit. Yeah. The and that was passed was only passed in the unincorporated areas mm-hmm. uh, in the county. Um, Are you talking Mendocino County right now? Just Mendocino County. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, so this is but, a tobacco sales ban in incorporated areas. Mm-hmm. Unincorporated areas, everything but the cities. Okay, got Um, it. But the reason I mention this is because, you know, Minnesota and Alberta Lee, Mm -hmm. they saved over $8 million uh, in health um, care costs just by reducing a 35% use in tobacco. And and how did the Blue Zones affect that reduction what was the action taken so working with that community and using best practices and in policies in in the tobacco policy so bringing those people to the table 
um, you know, that's how Blue Zones Project was helping with help with that or led the way with that. Did they they like pass some resolution that outlawed tobacco sales or something, or or what change you know, happened? I'm guessing they did. Oh, got it. Um, yeah, but that's part of the work that was done there. Um, and, you know, an, another part in of the, you know, the previous projects that have been done throughout other, other states, um, there was in a place, Midwest Metal Products in Cedar Rapid, Iowa, paid mm-hmm. medical claims dropped from 7000 348 to 5,207 per covered uh, member. Over 72% of employees felt personally connected to well-being efforts spurred by the Blue Zones projects and the Power Nine principles. Um, And and just in another place, in just three months after opening a healthy checkout lane in Hy-Vee grocery stores, they saw a 122% um, healthy beverage sale, 50%, 15% produce increase, and a 25% increase in fruits and vegetables sold in their salad bars. And, and what was it that they changed in the grocery store? So, you know, instead of having, when they have those... You've seen this, I think, um, and we're seeing a little bit more throughout even Mendocino County where we're making um, like healthy checkout lanes instead of having candy and sodas as you're checking out, they're putting healthy options, possibly fruits or waters, you know, healthier options. Oh, and like kind of the impulse buy, you're right there at the counter, you know, maybe you didn't think and you want to grab a a candy bar it's right here in arm's reach as you're paying for your groceries and waiting in line mm-hmm. so that so like what's in in the healthy choice line they were just generally healthier food choices were what was within arm's reach is that um, usually like fresh fruits um waters Oh, healthier wow. drink, you know, drink options to drink or to eat instead of having unhealthy snacks. Oh, so like instead of a candy bar display, it'd be like a, a shelf with apples and oranges and things like that. Something. Bananas, stuff oh, like got that. it. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. And a simple change like that, they were able to correlate with data like people are making healthier choices and the store was able to see that in their numbers as far as what they were selling produce-wise and that kind of thing? Yes. Wow. And um, as I mentioned before, Ryan, he is our... Um, oh, excuse me, I already... Uh, organizational lead, and he's going to be... He's the one that will be doing the work on this side um, in, in this particular... Um, part of the work that we're doing. Um, and one way that you could get a, a hold of Ryan is if you go to our website, you could actually see our bio, each person's bio, and learn a little bit more of, of who we are and, and how we connect to our community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was, there's a staff of five people right now 
Yes. Correct? Yeah. Wow. So you got a pretty tall work order ahead of you. But we it, do. Um, you know, we we really do. But I've got to tell you, I you, this team that we have is really amazing. Um, very passionate about Mendocino County, about being healthy and helping other people be healthy. And and not only that, you know, um, besides being healthy, being happy. And with COVID happening and people being so isolated, I think um, many of us here in Mendocino County are ready to go out there and to give back to our community and to just help everything be better, Right. Yeah. So on that note, as we're coming up near the end of our interview, and again, thanks for being here so much. Um, what I, I wonder if you could outline the, uh, the nine characteristics associated with the blue zones, maybe give a quick definition of what a blue zone is and the characteristics of what they are for people. Absolutely. So Dan Butner, you know, Dan Butner and um, a team of National Geographics went throughout the world investigating the places where pe- the largest concentration of centenarians lived. Um, and they found those five places, um, which are the original blue zones. And part of the reason they're the original blue zones is every time they found a blue zone, they would circle it with blue ink mm-hmm. on the map. And so, you know, Sardinia, Italy, Okinawa, Japan, Loma Linda, California, uh, Nicoya, Costa Rica, Ikaria, Greece, are the blue zones uh, the original blue zones and and people Um, were living to be over 100 years old there and not only that they're living healthier and happier Mm -hmm. um these are strong 100 year old folks and oh yeah yeah they really are these um you know in loma linda california marge who is 104 years or was 104 years old at the time, you know, was getting up at 4.30 in the morning and doing, you know, first she um, they did her, her daily rituals were, you know, first she prayed, mm-hmm. next she exercised and she walked about a mile. Um, every lap that she did, she would drink a glass of water so before six in the morning, she had already um, exercised, drank water, and then jumped on her machine, on her um, elliptical. Mm. And not only that, she lifted weights and then went off to a volunteer at at least seven different locations where she says that she helped people that were younger than her at mm-hmm. 104 years old. She was doing all this. Wow. So, yeah. They're healthy, they're strong, they're happy, you know. Um, and the nine common commonalities, which we call the power nine principles, are move naturally, per- having a purpose, downshifting, the 80% rule, or, you know, eat mindfully, stop eating when you're 80% full, mm-hmm. um, plant slant, friends at five, belonging, right tribe, and loved ones first. Got it. 
So that's all just straightforward, you don't even need to pay any money kind of personal choice efforts that we can be paying attention to and trying to make changes such as we can. Not getting too stressed out about it, of course. No, absolutely not. Yeah, and yeah, that's one of the goals. And as you mentioned, this is all about having choices. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and it sounds like um, surrounding ourselves and our communities with more available healthy choices, easily available healthy choices. Yes. Got it. And um, let's see, I'm kind of reviewing here. Um, right now, your project's pretty new, just getting started, and you're in a, a information gathering phase um, here in the county. And maybe you can put out all the, the various contact information so people can engage with your project if they're hearing us today and they're interested. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we do have our website, which is mendocinocounty.com bluestonesprojects.com our Facebook well let me give you our email first um, yep. it's bzp mendocino county at sharecare.com um, our, our Facebook is bcp mendocino county and um, yeah please like us and follow us on Facebook and as far as listeners who may have had questions, we typically are able to a lot of time to take listener questions live on the radio, and we didn't quite get there today, but it sounds like you check your email pretty regular, so if people follow that email address and they can ask their questions and get answers that way. Yes, or, you know, they could also send us um, questions through Facebook, comments. Um, I will respond to them. Our team will respond to those questions. Is, as quickly. is there, like, a physical landline phone number that they can reach you at by voice? Absolutely. Um, I could give you that. It's 707-489-3000. Um, and that's my work number. Um, we, If you want to come by, we do have a physical location. Um, I don't have the address in front of me, but it's in Ukiah. Mm -hmm. It's at Grace Hudson, the ARC, um, where the ARC used to be. Yep. Um, that's where Blue Zones Project is. Okay. Will you put out your phone number just one more time, nice and clear for anyone that's just grabbing a pen? Absolutely. It's 707-489-3228. Great. Um, so thanks for being here, Asuzina uh, Chavez Huerta uh, with the Blue Zones Project. Just getting started and really glad that you could come on the radio to fill folks in and introduce them to the project. I'm really excited for this time. Thank you for having us. Um, it's been fun. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're really excited to be here. Please send any questions or comments to um, to us, uh, whether it's through email or our Facebook or calling us. Um, yeah, we'll be happy to ha have a conversation or even stop by our office. Yeah, sounds great. Um, 
And with that, I'm going to conclude this interview. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.